fellas. Hello. How are we? Hello, everyone. Oh, we're good. Wow, you're delayed. You said something and your mouth, your mouth didn't move for about 10 seconds. Oh, I had that problem at the best time. Oh, this is going to be so fun just watching your voice and then your mouth move. Like, it's like one of them old Godzilla movies. On mine, I'm fine. Oh, you're fine you're... on mine. Yeah, it's, it must, it's just mine. You're just not incorporated enough. Sorry, oh, you know what? There's many times my mouth goes. Yeah, my mouth goes before the voice comes out properly. We've heard. <laughs> Can't deny well, Welcome to episode three of No Holds Barred. Um, I am Bernard. This is Ian. And our little man in the middle is Martin with his photobombing dog. Can I just Hello. say people can't read? Well, then again, no, because you probably get people watching this who might not be able to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Just shut up, will you? <laughs> this is why you aren't in charge of doing things. I say, you had no idea where you were going. I had no idea what I was saying there. No, I didn't. But I, I went with it. Kept going. Well, can, can you hurry up, please? Because people are watching this. <laughs> so we are Hopefully. on tonight. Shut up. So we're on tonight, and we are going into going to delve into the world of relationships and dating as well. So we're going to give a little insight to our past dating experiences, our past and current relationships. Now, if anyone who wants to know, Martin, unfortunately, is happily married. So he's off the market. So you're just stuck with me and Ian. God help you. We are the... Well, I got, I'm just because I'm not in a relationship, I'm not unhappy. To be fair, I don't know which one I want to poke more. You or Bernard. Both of you are at the same time. Just so he doesn't get jealous, I'll let him take the fall. That's all right, because I don't like I've never been keen on floppy seconds. No. Dave. Ian hasn't got standards. We all know that. <laughs> That's a bit insulting to my exes, and I hope they all gang up on you, all two of them, and you get run over by them. Yeah, well, I was thinking that the whole my I mind get... took that in a different in a different way. Then I can just imagine yeah, probably. Being yeah, we're not, we're not even going to ask what your mind <laughs> took it into because we must probably get kicked off. Poor Ben just... is too innocent. He wouldn't be able to put up with my exes. No. I can just imagine being suffocated by clunge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind nice of wrong way. I think that's a nice, that could be a good way to go. <laughs> Let me say, I could, Sorry. To be fair, I couldn't think of anything worse. And Bob. <laughs> so we, we were talking last week and the, the topic of dating and relationships just popped up. Um, Hey. And we we spoke about maybe throwing this out there to you lot. <laughs> Shut up, man. Um, but because I want to kind of see how your mental health has maybe affected, you know, building relationships after it's after you've took that knock. Um, 
and whether it has affected or not, or whether it's done the opposite and done better for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, who wants to go first on that one then? Go on, Ian. I think we'll leave it to you. Who? There's two of us. Which one? Um, I thought you were talking. Wait. Okay, yeah. Martin, would you like to take that one, please? Well, go on then. Right. When, as I say, I had my breakdown about two years ago. And to be fair, my husband didn't know a fucking thing what was going on because I hid it really well. And to be fair, his feelings didn't really come into account when I was... I didn't really care how he was feeling at the time because, as I say, I was going through my own shit. And But since... It's happened. I think it's made me more open about how I feel. Mm. And I'm always honest and say, listen, if I'm having a shit day, I'll just be like, you know what? I'm having a crap day. Leave me alone. Or I need a little bit of an extra cuddle. But yeah, I think it's open. It's, I think it's made me, our relationship a lot stronger. Not that it wasn't stronger anyway, because we've been married, what, nearly 10 years. But I'd say it made it that little bit more extra because. I didn't feel like I could confide in them. Like, as I say, because even in any relationship, being a man, you'd always want to keep things to yourself. You think you've got to you've got to be a man. You've got to be strong. You've got to be able to provide. You've got to be able to do this. You've got to be able to do that. And I was calling my wife anyway, so he's like the woman. So I didn't want to put that on him. No, yeah. And, but now, as I say, I can't see, see it as more equal now, so... I'm very honest about how I feel with them. And yeah, I think it, and it helps. And I do think it makes a relationship stronger when you can be truly honest with that person and not have any, any secrets and hold back on anything. Do you find though, because he's more understanding or he knows what you went through, he can be more understanding than just a, oh, fucking hell, Martin's in one of them moods again. Where, I mean, yeah. prior to before he knew the extent of your depression, if you'd have been in like, one of them moods, one of them quiet. It's kind of where he'll put it on. So, oh fucking hell, what am I getting blamed yeah. for now? I mean, to be fair, he does put up with a lot with me because I am a moody fucker at times. Oh. And I'll hold my hands up, and I am. I'm not perfect. I am, and goes. Sometimes he just looks at me, and goes, "What the fuck is up with you now?" <laughs> and I go, "Well, <laughs> well I have just had a bad poo." So I like that. But I won't, but... <laughs> no, but I suppose it's taken away that... Um, yeah, it's like, it's literally like there's not... It on you, itself, it's something I've done, what have I done wrong Yeah, now? that's what I mean, and to be fair, when I look back at things, he probably did blame himself for a lot of things, and thinking, did I do something wrong? Did Have I done something he's not like? Am I going off them? Because sometimes, you know, like I say, when you're in that, when you're in a relationship and you you are literally in that state of depression, your relationship does snowball out of control. I mean, you stop mm. having sex, you stop being intimate. I mean, things that you norm, you would normally do in a relationship, you stop doing. So it's like, did think was he thinking? Have I gone off him? Was anything that he done wrong? And I can honestly say it's like he never done nothing, and it wasn't the case of. I'd gone off him. I'd gone off myself. I hated yeah. myself. I didn't like myself. The thought of being intimate with someone 
didn't appeal to me. I just thought, why? Why would anyone want to have sex with me like this? Or the way I'm feeling? And it did, it just, and it did, it snowballed and snowballed. And as I say, but we are a lot more open and a lot more honest. Well, I am anyway, now. And I don't hold anything back. And I say, it has made our relationship a lot stronger. But... I think I think it's as we were saying last week when we were, well not last week the week before when we were talking about the depression. Um, now that you've gone through that, it's kind of made you a stronger person. So even though such a negative thing happened, a positive came out of it. Oh God, yeah, totally. I mean, I credit him for saving my life after time for the thing for now. But if I was with somebody else and they couldn't handle me, I'd be on my own and I'd probably fucking off myself. So I think the fact that. I had him, and he was sort of like, I didn't, as I said, when I've said being open, when I didn't want him to find me dead on the kitchen floor, I do credit him for that. As I say, I do credit the people who helped me in like the crisis team and James's place, but he was a huge part of it. He was there every step of the way with me, as, as well as my family. Yeah. But he was the one who was like there picking me up when I was on crying my eyes out, where fuck. Every time I was like going past the supermarket and I'd be like that going and we'd be like, you know, my bargain and we'd be like that I'd be buying more paracetamol or whatever and he'd be like, put them fucking back. You don't mm. need them, we've got a packet, you don't need any more. And I mean since then it's kinda of like we'll only ever keep one packet in the house. Because you never never close. Sometimes you might just sometimes you'd have that little thought in that bit, fuck it, I'm just gonna go and do it. I never will. But I think that's like something you battle with every single day when you've been through it. It's like Oh, God, old yeah, habits yeah. creep back in and you think to yourself mm. and that little your own little inner demons start kicking off and saying you're not good enough you're not worth this no one loves you people are just out for what they can take from you you're worthless and all that crap and it's you're putting it on you're putting it in your own head so i think mm. he's like as i say he's being like my little rock have you found that he's kind of more aware of when you're not feel good or yeah he's um, totally he's totally well, on it i mean he watches he watches me like a hawk so i was gonna say do you I'm, I'm trying to put it in a way do you feel that he now may have gone not that he has but do you feel that maybe sometimes that he could be overthinking things now sometimes and just watching everything. Yeah, I mean, I do think he does. Sometimes, I'd say sometimes he is a little bit over, like, a bit controlling and a bit over the topic with things. But I get it. I get where he comes from with it. Yeah, you can understand what... I can yeah. understand where he's coming from, as I say, because he went through it all with me. And where, it, where it's saying, like, you're in that state of depression and you're seeing... And you are in a selfish mm-hmm. mind when you are like that. And I'll hold my hand up and think... I didn't give a flying fuck about anyone else's feelings, thoughts, whatever. It was all about me and what I was going through. No one else's thoughts mattered. And he went through it with me. And he did. And I put him through the ringer. See, now where you say that? But I know he'd have done it regardless because he's that type of person. Because he loves me and, you know, we're married. And hmm. But... I don't know, as I say, yeah. if that was at the beginning of the relationship, would it have worked out? Would it have lasted? Yeah. You don't know. Do you know what you say... said then? Right. Because I just want to get your opinions on this because I've had this conversation with people before and people of like 
counselors and stuff. I've had this conversation with one counselor in particular. Uh, when you said about your thoughts were being selfish, you know, you said you were being selfish. Yeah. Is that actually you being selfish though? I, do you know what? I can't, I know what you swear you could say what you're saying, but for Just, me, but I think because I, I, what I'm saying, being my me by sense, being selfish, I wasn't, I wasn't in a position to think about anyone else's mm. pin, thoughts or feelings because I was in that sort of, please, somebody help me because yeah. I am going to go into. So I get what you come from, but I, I will, will say to a degree I was selfish. Yeah, no, no, I have that, I have that opinion, Sean. Because like when when you're out of it, you do look at it and think, well, that that, that was selfish. That is a selfish thought. Yeah. But when you're in the moment, it's it's not. It's because it's yeah. your what it's your process of like dealing with what you're going through. So it's yeah, I, always, totally. I always like to ask people that just because it's it's like you know you do get people say, oh, well, they're being selfish because they want to kill themselves and look what it's going to do to me. No. But then is it is that not the other way around of them being selfish? No, what I mean, like, because when, as I say, married, and you are meant, everything's meant to be, you are meant to be like a pair, you're meant to be a duo, it's all about, you know, us two, and I put, as I say, I put him through it, watching me suffer, put him through it, so he kind of, God is like, must have fucked with his head just as much as my head was fucked at the end of it. Well, I was going to say that you don't, when you're in that state, though, you don't realize how someone who's close to you and loves you with all their heart, how destroying it is for them to watch you go into that and fall in, basically fall apart and destroy themselves in front of their eyes and they feel helpless about it. That you you don't tell you when you're in that moment, you don't think about that, but it's got to be just people around you. Yeah, that's what I mean, where I was being selfish because I wasn't thinking of them. And I get what you say. In that moment, you can't think of them because all yeah. you can think about is what you're going through. But when you take a step, like, say, from now on, two years back, I can look back and go, right, okay, yeah, I was probably a little selfish in the way I, I acted with things. And it's it's very confusing because I think, on one hand, you want to say, yeah, I went through, I did go through it and I suffered and yeah, shit hit the fan and whatever. But on the other side, where I want to say, I did, did probably act a little bit selfish towards like my partner. It's but kind of it weird because you me. act selfish, but at the time it's not selfish because that's what I mean. You're it's not, so, it's you're hard mentally, to you're not thinking of it that way. Yeah, it's hard to explain where you're like, mm. Coming from where I want to say, want to say I'm not. Well, that's the thing you don't know what to. Be, I can't even explain it properly. Our where, yeah, as you said, in the moment you're not being selfish because all you think trying to think about is getting yourself right, getting yourself better. Yeah. But because we talked about relationships and stuff, it was hard on him. I mean, because mm. I wasn't the most loving person because I I wasn't ready to receive it. Because yeah. I didn't like myself, and it took it took a long time for me to actually like myself and stuff like that. But until I was, I mean, I don't know what you've. As I say, there's been a lot of things that snowballed my little depression state, but it just goes and and and. I think. Yeah. So how I are mean, we now? How are you doing now? 
as I say, also spot on. Couldn't be happier. I mean, it does me fucking head in because all he wants to do is decorate. <laughs> and it's doing his fucking head in. It's like you just don't want room now. He wants to go on to one the more room. One more room. Listen, we've just done the fucking hall and now we've got. I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, it looks nice. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I want to do the kitchen. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a spiral. By the time you finish the kitchen, you'll you look back at the bedroom. Oh, you know what? Exactly. Which I think this lockdown's been a lot to blame for all that because you've had far too much time to be sitting there looking and going, "You know what I could do with a change." Exactly. But, yeah, yeah, I always seem to start when the lockdowns are ending. <laughs> I've not got on the pattern. Yet. I just don't want to fucking decorate any more rooms. Give <laughs> me fucking head in. I mean, I to that. go back on to what Mark was talking about, in my own uh, mental health and relationship, I took myself out of the family. Um, oh, I took my way do myself in. Took myself away from the family setting. But as much as we tried after everything had settled down, the relationship had basically come to an end. Um, and I suppose looking back at it, I can understand why it broke down because there was too much pressure on her at the time. And I have no bitterness towards it over the likes of that. You might get some people to go, Oh, but how can they leave you when you were in that state? Listen, I totally get it. You've got to think what I put her through, and the children, lucky enough, the children will come out fine, but the relationship between me and her. There's no more. She couldn't and handle you, it, and I totally understand why. Were you married, or was it just like somebody you were seeing? It was. It was a long. We weren't married, but it was a, a long-term relationship, and um, we've been together for a lot of years. And I think because after time, I wasn't aware of the depression anyway, and she probably just seen me as being moody, and then. It kind of better way at her that you know she didn't want to be in that this relationship or she wasn't happy anymore, which is mainly because of me going through my depression. But until I was I went off the, the deep end and tried to end it and then got basically diagnosed with the depression. That's when I think it all just came too much for her, and I totally understand why. Exactly. See, I've been on the flip side, nowhere as I where you were talking about I've been with someone and you have, you do have to put yourself first when you're in a relationship sometimes and go, mm. I can't deal with that person anymore. They are bringing me down too much. And yeah. that, as I say, the person who I was going out with, they might have been going having a few mental issues. Well, he was a fucking psycho, but it was just, and he'd become a little bit of a weird stalker. But I had to leave the relationship just for my own mental health to sort myself out because it was getting a bit... So I get it. Yeah, that's why I say I can understand it from her point of view because she had the children to bring up and support as well as look after... (laughs) But you look after me as well. And if you're bringing up two children and someone would look... Constantly looking at someone with depression and making Mm. sure they're all right. The strain... there was a, a point where it just snapped and she basically had to make a decision what was more important for her. Exactly. And um, as I say, 
I think there's nothing wrong with being uh, having to do that. I think, as you say, you've no, got to put yourself in. And especially if there's children involved, you know, mm. you have got to put the kids first and put their mental health before anyone oh, else's. Of course. 100%. Totally agree. And I, I say, feel what looking. she did for um, herself was the right choice for her. Yeah, and then say you don't have any ill will. No, not at all. I mean, if anything, it's kind of forced my hand to get myself sorted. It gave me that kick up the arse of I've got to get this treated and move on and try and get on best as I can. But yeah, you'd have your days where you're down and you're in the dumps. Oh, God, just... yeah. I mean, they're still there, but you can't. You kind of get used to living with it. See, that's the thing. I don't want to get used to living with it. So I just thought, like, I say, I think it's easier the fact that I know he's, he's there for me. Being on my own, mm. I don't know how I'd have been or I'd have coped. I say, because I say, where my own survival get for survival instinct kicked in. And I was thinking, I, as I said, don't didn't want him to find me dead. I think, but if I was single, I don't really know who I'd have had that. If I'd have had that thought in my head, so yeah. I'd see where, um, where you've got being a bit your more dangerous. I haven't got a partner with me, but in my mind, I've got my children. Yeah, I'd so say, I but stay I don't on that and yourself there, and you sounds horrible. I use my children as a fail safe. No, but that's a good. Th but that's a th good thing to have, and I do mm. think that's a, as I say as look. I know I've got me, me brothers and me. I've got sisters-in-laws. I've got nieces and nephews who all love me and care for me and do anything for me. But as I say, if I was on my own, I don't know if that would have been enough for me to stop me. Where, because I to be honest, there's been was, times where... There has been times, there's been a couple of times where I've still attempted it. And for one reason or another, it either hasn't worked or I haven't totally gone through with it. And the children haven't come, haven't been the fail safe. So that sometimes worries me. But still here. I'm still but that's open where you can always the... ring me up and I'll bleed and come round and I'll, I'll bite your ass if you can't. See, the sheer frighteningness of you turning <laughs> up on my doorstep keeps me alive and keeps me here. Well, there you go then. <laughs> I'll pass you his address in a minute. <laughs> I was going to say something then. No, you don't. No, that's not a problem. I say when we spoke privately, appreciate the help everyone gives me. Listen, but, um, we're all I'm still we're looking for functional family. It's kind yeah. of weird. I mean, what do we meant to be talking about here about relationships? Is that I? I don't know if I'm looking for a full-on relationship at the moment. Not because of the mental health and that. I think it's more because of. I've moved on and I've kind of got used to, how can I put it? I'm kind of setting my own way a bit more. And a bit exactly, and bringing someone new in. Bringing someone new in and just fuck with everything. I mean, relationships are fucking hard work. It's bad enough with him. It's bad enough with him just moving anything in his flat. God oh, help if he wants no. to move in. He I can't knew this would come up because of my, my OCD, which you find fucking hilarious it's, it's somebody else coming in and putting their own little stamp of themselves in my place I, I don't know how i'd cope 
it it needs to be someone really special for me to you, actually go. Yeah, I think you need to just if you ever do get with anyone, you need to just give them a draw and that's it. Yeah, but just no, my OCD, they'd, they'd have a draw and I'd arrange it for them. <laughs> do you know what? It's like Sheldon. <laughs> you know what? I laugh and joke about it, but at times it drives me up the wall. Oh no, I laugh and joke about it, and I'm not. I'm not sorry, but I do mess with your head sometimes. Yeah. Which oh, if, I'm the well foot, if, if the shoe was on the other foot, you would do the same. Oh, good God! Yeah, yeah. I taught you relentless. Yeah. That's fine. As long as we've got that understanding and everyone knows yeah. that this is a mutual <laughs> understanding <laughs> before we get no, slated for having a go. As we were saying, we're talking about relationships here. I think if I was to get with someone now, um, I couldn't give my I couldn't give this place up. You know, move in with someone. I could probably it'd be like a share holiday, a holiday share. I'd stay there sometimes. They'd probably stay here sometimes. But I think I'd value my own little space too much. It oh, might God, change. You do need your own space. Yeah, I might, it might change if I actually got someone and it was different then. But thinking about it now, I'd be like, mm, no. I've worked right. hard and got done this place the way I want it. Right. I need to ask you, son, as an older man... Be careful. As a 50-plus man... <sighs> well, two years... 50 plus makes me sound like I'm well. Go on, carry on. That's still 50 plus. <laughs> right. As an older man, right? What's the difference from dating back in your teens, your younger years, to now? What's What's been the big differences? I mean, like, obviously, you've got like, there's no videotape dating anymore. There's no, none of them. It's more social media. You're not going to send an audition tape in for. It's all, it's all swipe left, swipe right. Swipe left, swipe right. How have you, how have you, you adjusted? How have you adjusted to going from having to go to talk to someone physically and maybe go to a bar and chat people up to literally just swiping left and right on the phone? What's ours? How have you coped and changed in your methods? All right. Well, to go back when I was a. Uh... In early 20s, when I started really going on the dating scene properly, it was that one. The only way you really got to know someone is if you stepped up to them and spoke to them. Especially if you, the only places you really met was like pubs and clubs. So you did have to have that physical interaction. interaction. And you did. See, I think it should be like that now still. I think now is a lot easier, especially with the dating sites, because half of it is done for you because you put in what you like, what you don't like. So you get like a list of possibilities. And then it's for you to just sit and go, yeah, no, no. Listen, you could probably say, go on them Tinder, go on Grindr. You you could have a a person around your house within an hour. Yeah. Getting what you need and then send them on the little merry way. No relationship, nah. just your ball bag emptied. <laughs> you know what? I, ca- I, I can't disagree with that one. That, that, <laughs> that's fine. Oh, Paul Bearded is our moderator. No, no, no. Please put a disclaimer <laughs> across the bottom. <laughs> no, but as you say, I this think it's a lot of... Now. 
I'd say the only difference is is what obviously what you were apart <clears> from the shag. The only difference between now and going back then, you've got different things in your life that you're aiming for. Where when you were younger, you were just happy to get your nuts away. Yeah. Do you Most know of us weren't really thinking about, oh, this is my life partner. I'm going to settle down forever with them. You were just kind of thinking, yeah, do that. So if we were now if we... Old, age where, yeah, I'd like to settle down. So if me and Mom were hypothetically, Bowman, hypothetically, (laughs) gonna put you on a dating website. I'm ignoring him. (laughs) Gonna put you on a dating website. Yeah, I want to see where you're gonna go with this one. Yeah, what? What would we be looking for? What would you? What would your goals be for? You know, the partner. Alive. Um, What are you? What are you looking for? As in, in life with partner. I'd say it's. I lean more towards intellectual than physical. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's still got to be an attraction. Yeah. But it's the be-all and end-all. I'd rather now be with someone where I can have a conversation with as well as, like, you know, I've got sex, really good sex, can do good sex. But (laughs) that's not the only reason. Do I need to put a disclaimer underneath? Whatever he says, it's not lies and he's bull. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. <laughs> so that, could be his, that could be his profile. Gives good sex. It could be. You never know. You could get a lot of it. Especially in exactly. Southport. Are you offering? Cheers, babe. No. <laughs> I'm not putting no, the word on. Uh, joking aside, that is more what I'm looking for now. The It, it sounds corny, but it's like... They're sitting down, they're cuddling, watching the, a movie or going out and all that. It's it's having the stimulation between us where we can have a talk and a conversation about things. Do you know what, though? It's, some, it's dead, as I say, coming from being happily married and all that crap. It's dead nice, you know, when you can just sit there and you just cuddle up. You don't even have to speak to them. You're just watching some shite film and you're just, like, cuddled up watching that's how I spend out my, most of my Sundays. And then I fall asleep. It's that comfortable silence you can have with yeah. someone. Because you can have the uncomfortable silence where you're both sitting there looking at each other going, I have no idea what to talk about or what to say. Or that one where you're in such a relaxed relationship, you can just lay there. Mm. And there's no awkwardness about it. Well, you've got two points of view. What's yours then, Bernard, as a younger male? Use that word loosely. Do you swipe right or swipe left? He likes to go up. <laughs> I'm not super liking anyone. Um, I don't know because I. What do you prefer? Do you prefer to meet them on a night out, or do you prefer to see now? For me, to know them a bit because you are me, a bit younger than us. Yeah, for me, I'm not confident on a night out. I'm not confident to go up to someone and start a conversation. That's 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 just me personally and like from my background that I was speaking about years a few weeks ago. But like I don't I struggle with conversation. I it really it's one of those things that really messes with my head because sometimes like I don't know when to you know stop a conversation or you know input and you can see it on this sometimes you can my head's yeah, like, so it's like and I can't get it in. But, so would you um, say 
because of the age you grew up with then you're easier texting the message because i'm different i prefer face-to-face conversations if somebody messaged me and i've got a message back half the time i'm overthinking what the message has got to be or if you're on a site is this message going to be impressive or am i going to come across that's also downfall that's also a downfall of being on the the dating apps because you are thinking right i've got to really impress in this first message but you know sometimes what some people put on the profiles is kind of you know it's a lie daunting yeah no sometimes it's a lie (laughs) god yeah yeah, nine times out of ten it's a fucking lie but like if you like if you're if you're reading their profile and it's like oh i do this 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 and i like this and i don't like this and it and it's just like, oh, you kind of start judging yourself and then you kind of deflate yourself a bit. So it kind of puts you off messaging people. But then you just make the profile and you're not up to date type of standard. Yeah, but even though, like, if if Martin was to read it and look at me and he might say, well, you are, but, like, it kind of deflates you. So I'm screwed either way. <laughs> <laughs> what you need is me and Ian to be your wingman. Oh. Good yeah, Lord Jesus Christ! Now, now, why? <laughs> what would you be scared of? Just imagine. Um, <laughs> no, just no. on a night out, <laughs> and Bernard did get some on the eye, and we'd be right on it. We'd be like, so, yeah. blah 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 blah. Bernard would be like beetroot. Oh, he'd be cowering in a corner. Be beetroot, because I'd be wondering what the hell lies are they telling you? Because I'll I'll give you one story that Ian bloody done to me. What was that? All knowledge about this. Well, go on. You, you know, you you don't deny all knowledge because I've taught a few people and you've admitted it. Right. I applied for first dates of maybe what <laughs> four or five yeah, years yeah. ago. <laughs> right. And this is this is the really good friend who you know I thought would have me back and everything. So I'll put him as my reference. Stupid idea now. And um, yeah, he got a phone call. Asked me, asked them about me. Until he got to, what's he like? And what did you say? I can't remember. Yes, you can. Something <laughs> uh, to he be on the line. It's like he's he's a nice lad, not too bad. Shame he's a bit of a raging homosexual. So uh, I'm not sure how he'll fit in <laughs> your show. <laughs> to which, yeah, he put the phone down. Yeah, pretty much. Since oh. I put in my application, I was straight. But you know what, yeah. though? I mean, have you ever watched the, un- the Undateables? I love that show. Oh, God, yeah. I love that show. Oh, my God. It's like so feel good. I could imagine you on that. I know the way you're describing it's how you, how you date because you're uncomfortable talking to people and stuff. I could Im- and I can imagine it being like that. Do you know what? I, when I'm in, like uncomfortable, I'm all right. Like, if I've messed with someone on an app and we've talked for a bit, I'm all right there. And then when we get on a date, I can be fine there. It's it's like, it's the pressure of, like, if you said, if Ian said to me, go up to that girl and start talking to her, that me gone. Me, me just, me just. Oh, do you know what? I never had that supple happy ride up there. Fucking Red Bull. And I was like, yeah, fine, let's go. No, because I, mean, I remember. I'm more used to the in- interaction. I might get knocked back. Surprisingly, I know it's weird. But 
Don't you start used to. <laughs> well, um, I think it's because of my age and the way we grew up, because we didn't have all this technology. Mm. God, no, but I did when I was growing up, to be fair. And, and to be fair, it's only been in the last 10 years or so that it's really took off, like online dating. And um, to be fair, I met Liam on Grindr. I mean, he was a one-night stand that never fucked off, to be fair. <laughs> I thought I'd seen him somewhere before. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. That's how I described him to everyone. I just say he was a one-night stand that never fucked off. <coughs> that was meant to be. Yeah. Meant to fucking annoy him for the rest of his life. <coughs> but I do Bless kind it. of feel sorry for the younger generation now coming through because they're oh god, yeah, they're so used to doing everything online and through the phones and on apps. So, so I can see how they might struggle with an actual personal interaction. Mm. I think that's to me. I think like... it'd be very. It is. I think it'd be really awkward dating now. I mean, I'd hate to be fucking single. I mean, the fucking put up with this for starters. You fuck off you and stop rubbing it in, Mr. Married no. Man. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it if I, be, I was able to keep a relationship. <laughs> to Even be fair, like... Fucked up issues. To be fair, like, the, um, the apps are all right, you know. Trying to get to know someone is easier. You know, through, like, doing the dating apps and stuff. But it's trying to get that initial contact... Because you're literally, you're not judged on what you write down. You're not judged on your personality. You're judged on that one photo. And if that that one photo isn't right, then you, That's you lose. That's what I mean. It's like sure. people are so fucking fickle, though, because yeah, it's, they don't I think get it is to more know superficial the now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you haven't got that, that chance. You haven't got a fucking filter on. That picture. Mm. You haven't it's got all a down to a filter. picture. And, and what, I mean, and, you know, yeah. I've noticed as well with all the super fucking doggy filters. Yeah, and you just like when you get to see the person, it's like you. Do you know what I have? I I, I did start having a rule of if anyone had a filter on their picture, and this this isn't me being vain, but I've always found if people have had filters on the pictures, they're not worth. They've never been worth talking to. Mm. It's all them fucking dog faces where they're all going. What the fuck? Where did that start? Who's the first person that thought, you know what, I'm going to look like a duck that's been smacked in the fucking face? Who was the first person who thought, you know what, this looks sexy, I'm going to adopt it? Because ladies, it doesn't. No. (laughs) It looks like you've been sucking on a willy covered in lemon. Uh, (laughs) No. It's just fucking stupid. I say, it's I wouldn't be able to date now, I don't think, anyway. Not that I'm allowed to, anyway, because my husband would fucking battle me. But, well, yeah, I think that would be frowned yeah, upon. That, yeah, you know. But, yeah, I to, if I was single or whatever and I wanted a date, I don't know. Plus, you can't date because all the pubs are fucking shut anyway. But, exactly. <laughs> so you can't go and meet anyone anyway. But You won't be allowed I to think, even leave your table. I think it'd be really, really weird. If I was like suddenly found myself single and I wanted to go out and date, I wouldn't have a clue. I mean, I know there's grinder on that still that's still around, but my god, the amount of dick pics! I mean, to be fair, for the gay person on grinder, that was like to say how they say hello. It wasn't hi, how are you? It 
Bing, here's a dick pic. That's how they say hello. See, that's why I can never be gay because my camera can't zoom in that much. <laughs> I have to get a better picture. It's like, no, you're still, you're still, thing. you're still out there. And I think that's the thing with the young generation now. I mean, they're so open about sending pictures of the bits to anyone. I just don't get it. There's See, no. I kind of feel sorry for them on that. In a way, it's good to have that openness and feel that confident. But that's yeah, sort of like saying what you got to get before you get it. Bite you on your ass. That's something that's always out there now, and you don't seem to realise that that yeah. that picture's going to be there. And can be brought back in years to come. That's why I never sent any. Never did. Didn't see the I need to. Like that, you've you've got to really think about the repercussions and the outcome of what you're doing, and the message you can be sending out as well. But I don't think people actually give a shit about that anymore. That I I don't think that's an issue for young people. They don't because they don't think that far ahead. It's it's kind of that brush off mentality of oh well I've dealt with it now and that's it it'll never come back. Yeah, exactly. And I feel sorry for the ones that it does, especially if it comes back, especially in jobs now. Because when you're doing an application form, there are employees out there that will go on your social media to see yeah. what type of person you are compared to what you put down on your CV. And if you've got pictures like that or inappropriate ones, that could stop you getting a job. That could stop your career in the future. So I'm glad there's no inappropriate pictures on my social media. See, I'm kind of glad none of these pictures are around when I was younger. <laughs> to me, fair, it just, I just don't get it. It really baffles me to the why would you even... I never done it. I just don't understand why I'd want... And as a gay male, that I think that is the norm. I mean, I know me and, as I say, being in a relationship, and me and Liam have both had people send pictures to us, knowing that we're fully well in a committed relationship. And people still ask. I think, I think people think being gay, you're just promiscuous and dirty, and you're not. It's like we were on holiday the other year, and we like became friends with like one of the drag queens out on one of the bars. And he was dead nice and everything, and like we were friendly and not like that. And as soon as we got back from Aldi, it was like Liam message say, "Oh, it was really nice to meet you. Oh, we'll keep, you know, we'll stay friends and keep in touch." Oh yeah, you're fit. So it sends us a dick pic, <laughs> and you're like, "Where on holiday did we come? Out, did we give you that idea that we were like that? Oh, because we're far fucking from it." I don't think people. I don't think it's like people even give that impression anymore i think it's just that generation of that's how you flirt yeah, in a way it's, like, it's not it's not even, it's not even like you give them bad impression or not not bad impression but given like certain signals for them to think oh yeah they fancy me i think it's just literally they just try the luck yeah well they never fucking got very lucky because i was right on the phone like you dirty little bastard fuck off See, I think you can be sexy without having to send pictures. Yeah. I mean, There's no mystery anymore. There's no, like... And to be honest, I'd rather see it in real life than on a camera. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's it's like people are just flashing it out there, and then there's it's it's not there's no mystery of building that you know relationship up and like having those intimate moments and you know exploring each other in a way. It's just like oh, there's the picture. Oh, shove it through the panoramic screen. <laughs> there's the picture. You've seen it all now. There's the mystery gone. Can I just it, say it, the exploring bit was very it's very fun now when yeah. I was single. <laughs> And it is now, still, you know, it's still fun. It still is. I think that's what I mean. I'd rather see it in the flesh than yeah. have the, as you say, near where the picture's been mm-hmm. sent. And I'm kind of like, I don't know, fair enough. Um, yeah, thanks. Because would that, would that put you off building that relationship with someone then? Because, like, if, if I, because I've had people, when I've been on dating apps, send a picture within, like, half an hour and it's it, for me that's like warning signals it's like well if you're doing that there that with quick, me yeah you're doing it so exactly do you yeah, think it comes I, feel a bit needy as well yeah i, I want to say that's somebody really insecure because if they've got mm. to send that picture out to get that instant gratification i think that's somebody sort of like really insecure about how their body looks as I say, I've never sent a dick pic or an ass pic to anyone. Never felt the need. But I, I say, mean, I'd would. But to I would me, say, I wouldn't. Be, it wouldn't. I wouldn't be as me. interested. But mm. it's not to say that I wouldn't give them that chance of actually meeting up and seeing what the personality is like face to face. And then you can match the boobs up to the picture. Well, yeah. yeah. Go and go, I've seen you naked. Well, you know. It, 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 it's a weird one, It is. Mm. It's fucking bonkers. I'm saying I do feel for the younger kids these days. and mm. It's like I always speak to, like, my nieces. I mean, because they're, like, 13, 11. And I go to them going... And one of me, me nieces, she's like really heavy into Instagram and the filters, and she does look a lot older than what she actually is on some of her photos. Mm. And I'm like going, oh my God, babe, why are you posting that pic? Because you don't know what sort of attention you're going to get. Oh God, yeah, especially on social media now, there's a lot of sick fuckers out there. Hmm. Yeah. And you don't know what dangers you could be putting yourself into. But as you say, it's the mentality that it doesn't seem to sink in or they, they think about. And that's, you know what, though? But I think I'm a little bit sexist. Nobody comes to, like, my nephews. I'm mm. like, so they can go out and do what they want. They can say they're, they're lads, so I, like, go yeah do what you want you know go out meet it as many girls as you like do what you need so you know it's whatever but like me nieces it's like if they ever do like a live on instagram i make sure i come on it if i ever see a pop-up i'm like that i pop up and i'm going who are you talking to and they go well this lad they go remember lads what you do to my nieces i'm going to do to you so if you try kissing them with tongue you're getting kissed with tongue off me and i warn them I'm a bastard. I'm like the worst uncle ever. 
Well, no, I mean... No, you're just being protective, aren't you? The way you're saying it and the way you're doing it. But I can understand where you get protective. Where I think society, rightly or wrongly, still has the, the difference between what a, a girl or a woman does to what a lad or a man yeah. does. And I think I've still got that sort of mentality where I don't see everything as being equal and 50-50. I don't. And I say, I know they're young, but maybe when they're a bit older, I won't probably give that much of a shit because I'll be thinking, they're older now, you know, they've probably done it. But we're at the minute where they're quite young and I say it's very scary on social media, especially with, like, you could put a filter on yourself that makes you look like a 15-year-old kid or even younger, and you can yeah. betray to be, and you can catfish anyone. I mean, yeah. and to be fair, I, when I was younger, yeah, and I used to catfish people. I did. I pretend when I was in work, I pretend I was I was somebody else. I'd have a different picture, whatever, and I'd pretend that I was a different person. I'd be going, go on then. Let's see what I can get out of you, just because I was bored. Hmm. But I can understand where predators come in and do it because if I was doing that just out of boredom and not being malicious or anything like that just seeing what I can get out of a person yeah. and I'd be like going you dirty bastard you've just sent me that you don't even actually know who you're talking to hmm. I mean you I can mean, just imagine said, what I mean, it'd be like for younger I don't totally agree with what you're doing there but it, no but it that was a lot younger it, then it, it, it shows what people are capable of and That's you what I don't mean. know. Because it's easy enough to create a profile and pretend to be, as say, if you're exactly. chatting to a 12, 13-year-old girl and you're this sick fucking predator and you're like, I'm 15, 16, would you like to meet up? Or exactly. Just... You could just fucking screenshot anything on your phone and upload it and say, That's you. Mm. Because you can go on Google and like there's billions of images of like 14, 15-year-olds like, not in like naughty pictures or not like that. I don't mean it. But you could pretend to see like a clip of like family photos and, something, and screenshot yeah. and say that's you. I it's mean, not so to say this. To do. I'd also like to point out this doesn't just happen to girls. Yeah, it happens to lads too. It can happen to young lads as well, where they probably got their front and bravado saying, oh, no, like that will ever happen to me. You don't know when it has happened to people. So yeah. you need to be just as careful as some of the girls on the same type of things. I mean, that's why I always jump on the Instagram live, so I'm going, you fucking day. <laughs> on like, that note, I'm going to draw you to a close, and we're going to go oh. on to Ian. Oh, God. Go on, I can do it a good rant. We do need a good rant. Take the floor, Mr. Berry. Yay, thanks for that. Right, okay, this isn't exactly a rant, more of a question. How free should free speech be or freedom of speech? All right, let me explain what I mean. Um, Should you be allowed to say what you feel or think, whether it be political, religious, your feelings, or even things that are happening in the world around us? Um, So if you believe in true free speech, then then nothing should be out of bounds. Now, in my opinion, I'm not a fan of censorship. However, I do believe you 
I don't believe, sorry, you can have true freedom of speech. Some things need to be monitored, some such as religious hatred, violence, racial hatred towards individual groups, and the spread of disgusting, I think we touched on it a little bit then, paedophile images or talk sites. Um, now, if you disagree with me, we all know that there are, excuse me, there's fucking vile individuals out there uh, who specifically aim at the paedophiles who use social media sites or other ways to get in touch with each other through websites. So if you believe in true free speech, these types then are allowed to say and do what they want. Um, in my opinion, sorry, but the evil little fuckers don't deserve any rights. So yeah, to me, there does seem to be it does seem to need some form of censorship. I know the system we have may not be perfect and probably needs to be improved upon, but it's a lot better than some other countries have. I mean, for example, China, if you don't agree with the government there, then you're probably going to disappear. Or the Middle East, certain countries there that, I'm going to say, if you've got, if you're female, the chances are, you're not going to be listened to or you have no rights whatsoever. So I'd like to know your comments and your viewpoints about that one. So just let us know down below. Right, back to the other two, whatever they are. Come on. There you go. Yeah, so I mean... If I was gay in the Middle East, I'd be getting flung off a fucking building. Well, some places you're gay, chances are you're going to get stoned and killed. Exactly. Because of the way you are. So, as I said on there, our freedom might not be the best, but it's a but lot it's better, better than, than some. Exactly. I mean, to the point where you can actually demonstrate against the government here and in other countries, where some places you're taking your life in your own hands. Yeah, it might need... It's not perfect. No, it's far from it, but... To be, I just say, worst places to be. Mm. Exactly. On that note, fellas, I think we're done. Fab. What's well, next week's topic? So far. What? One of the shorter ones so far. Can I just mm. say before we no, disappear? Actually it's been the longest. <laughs> uh, before we disappear, if people are liking what we're doing, can you hit the subscribe, the like, and the share button, just so we can grow that little bit bigger. Yeah, we are on Facebook, YouTube. <laughs> we are on Facebook and YouTube, and we're also on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please oh, like, yeah, we are getting around. I'm making us get around. Until next week, fellas. I shall see you soon. Good night. Bye, Felicia. Yeah.